Have you ever hesitated to make a key call? Go for a heavier weight at the gym? Say yes to a great invitation? Or move forward in your most important work? In today's episode, we're talking about facing uncertainty and fear, how it can limit you in every area of your life without you knowing it, why nobody escapes it, and an approach that uses your past to inform how to create your most satisfying and rewarding present and future. You are listening to episode 97 of the Playing Flow Out podcast with Rita Hyland. I'm glad you're here. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. Hey there, friends. We have finally turned a corner in Chicago, and I do believe we are headed towards summer. We've had like 45 days of rain, and now there is sun in the sky. There are buds on the trees. You're seeing proms and graduations. There's a lot of energy. That's the best part of Chicago, and it's the summer. My daughter just arrived home late Friday night from her first year of college. She's happy. She's filled with energy herself. There's a lot of energy buzzing in the house. When I asked her a couple of days before she left school if she'd be sad to go, she said, yeah, I, I'm going to miss some things and I'm going to miss the people. Now, going back nine months earlier on the days leading up to her drop-off, as well as the day of her drop-off, let's just say that would not have been what I projected. There was a lot of fear, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of insecurity for herself as well as her parents. It was a new school far away in a state we'd only been to once. And that was when we took her to visit. And I would just say what it got me thinking about is how fear can be such a limiter and how easy it is, especially when we get older, to want to clutch onto what we know, which keeps us from our best experiences, our sustained happiness, our unusual service and impact. And that is what I want to share with you today. It's that I wish I had learned years ago, no matter how accomplished or how old or how recognized we are or become, fear is going to accompany us. And here's what's important about that. It's not whether or not you have fear. The question is, does fear lead you? Are you flattened by fear? Or is fear your governor? When you're not aware of your fear, it can spread and limit you in every area of your life without you even knowing it. This week, an established leader I was talking to, he's new at his company, told me privately that the night before he'd been crying to his wife because he's saying there's just so much pressure. I'm so feeling insecure and afraid. Another woman wrote me about her morning CrossFit class that the instructor just asked me why I'm hesitating to throw the 95-pound weight. And she said, he's right. I'm hesitant about everything, including putting into motion the decisions and actions to build the work I want. Still another man shared that his mind's constantly ruminating on worst-case scenarios in his business. He worries about his financial picture. 
Has he made the right choices in the past? Is he making the right choices in the future? Is his family going to be okay? Are the people he is employed going to be okay? And here's the thing that all of those scenarios have in common. They're driven by fear. These are accomplished men and women. They've created businesses. They've led and carried teams. They've traversed many personal challenges. They've had grief in their life. They've had it all. And just as much as they've had lows, they've had highs. But this is the thing. It's that fear is leading them. And the worst problem is not knowing that it's fear that's holding you back from making your next big action or putting decision into motion. The biggest problem that most people have, and this is what really gets us off track, is that we think we have an execution problem or we think we have a planning or a strategic problem or we need to get more training in there. Until you acknowledge really that these things that we're calling strategic or execution problems is a fear problem, you continue to believe and work at solving symptoms instead of embracing the real root of the inaction, the hesitancy, the procrastination. We dabble in the unimportant, engage in distractions, and as a result, fear does really diminish and lead us to half versions of what we're capable. But something profoundly human and magical happens when fear is exposed and the root cause of it is addressed. It's like the air is let out of the tires and fear's power is diminished when we simply say and acknowledge, this is fear, I'm afraid and I'm going to do it anyways. If you would stop for a moment and just identify five things from your past that you considered terrifying, that were really uncertain or filled with real, you know, scare, fear, whatever it was. For me, I would say one of those was changing careers certainly. My first coaching session that I ever had, I was terrified. I, in the middle of it, thought to myself, I need to tell this person they need to leave. That was many years ago, but I just remember, oh my gosh, I could have called it all off then if I had not faced that fear. Having kids was certainly terrifying to me. Telling individuals twice my age and success level how fear was damaging their relationships and their leadership, that's been terrifying at times for me. But here's the thing, when you think about all of these, when I go back and reflect, And this is the question I want you to ask yourself next is, with whatever your five are, what if you hadn't been brave and felt the fear and faced the fear and done it anyways? What would be missing your your life today if you were too scared to move through the fear, the insecurity, or the uncertainty? And if you're like me, the things I have been most afraid of in life and moved through became the exact things that were my greatest moments and led to further great opportunities. And again, I know when you look at this, you're going to see the same thing is true for you. So what does this mean? What this is calling us to understand is that the best of our life so far has been based upon our ability to face fears. The present and the future will rely upon the same things. What this calls us to understand is that we are never going to eliminate fear. Instead, we need to be curious about it, acknowledge it as opposed to resist it, and have a process that we use to not be flattened by it. So how do you do this when it's particularly uncomfortable? Because really what facing fear means is that we're 
always going to be in a space of being able to be comfortable being uncomfortable, right? We've got to get comfortable with our discomfort. For me, a visual that's always helped has been to see myself on a highway. I'm on one side of the highway. What I want is on the other side of the highway. The scary part is crossing that highway. There's trucks and cars going down that highway, right? And we're always afraid that we're going to get hit by one of them, that we're going to get knocked by one of them. But I want you to imagine in this scenario that this is like the 80s Frogger game. You're going to get hit, but you're going to get another chance. We have to make the agreement that I'm willing and I'm okay to get thrown, tumbled, that there might be some debris, but I'm going to get back up. Being okay, being uncomfortable. Today, those cars might look like, you know, I might not get the deal. This creative endeavor might not be the one or the final one or whatever it is. Remember, everything you want is on the other side of your fear. Also know that not pushing through your fear, not pushing through that which scares you will leave you feeling incredibly unsatisfied and unfulfilled. It's probably the worst of the human conditions and the human experiences, knowing that you're leaving a life at only half of what you are capable. Without facing fear, our success isn't possible. It's just that simple. Our greatest life experiences, our greatest relationships, our greatest connections, everything is just on the other side of fear. And what that means is that everything that you want is just beyond your comfort zone. It's on the other side of that highway. So if you can be okay that it is, isn't likely going to be perfect right out of the gate or that the next one, whatever that means to you, isn't the final one, that you're okay with mistakes and imperfection, that you're not only going to have everything be rosy, but that there will be times when things will be challenging and that's okay. When you do, you will become more than you ever imagined. You'll have experiences greater than you ever could imagine experiences. I love listening to well-known individuals who share their successes at their crafts, but also share their fears. And it reminds me, again, that fear doesn't go away and to make it your companion, to embrace it, grab it by the hand, take it with you where you're going, as opposed to having a fight or to eliminate it before you make a move. Warren Buffett was terrified of speaking in public. Joanna Gaines, the magnolia tycoon and builder, she was describes being on the, her first Fixer Upser show and she couldn't choose a paint color because she was fearful that she was going to be exposed as an imposter. Adele is known for, at least early in her life, getting sick before singing because of her fear of performing. Great actors get sick all the time before their performances. And I believe this is because it's so important to their soul's work that they show up. That's how fear affects us. What I know is that we're going to all feel it. It's just a matter of moving through it, facing it. And you've already done it before. You have evidence. So if you are alive and listening to this right now, it tells me that you're capable of doing it again. What I know is that when you get tired of sitting on the side of the highway with your barking dog, that is when we stand up and start to move. So get tired of being sick and tired or get tired of being afraid. Get tired of letting fear be your governor. Name it and notice that that's actually the real reason that you're not moving through things. Your opportunity, as I see it, is simply to reduce the lag time between feeling that fear and doing it anyways. So bottom line, surrender to the fear. Acknowledge that it's there. We all have it. You're not the only one. You're not the special flower. Everybody's got fear. Take a look at the little yapping dog. Take it by the leash, pet it, calm it. Be compassionate with it. And then 
Recognize also that we all have an astonishing good gift to give. We're all astonishingly good at something. We have gifts to share. So don't let yours go unused or not passed on. This week, your call to action is simply to answer the question, what would I do this year if I weren't afraid? Then begin it. Remember, the best of your past is a result of facing your fear head on. And the best of your present and the best of your future is also going to be reliant on that very same thing. Always face your fear. I look forward to being a part of the world that you create when you do. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to Breakthrough at RitaHighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast.